it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to Scout's Eye on College Football. I am Chris Landry. Pleasure to be with you. Appreciate you spending the time, giving us a few time out of your day as we talk college football every Tuesday and Thursday here from a scouting and coaching perspective here. Um, just so happy to join you, and we're really excited that we're going to be doing this every Tuesday and every Thursday, breaking down the world of college football, as we will do also in the NFL scout's eye on pro football so make sure that you check that out um also we are excited about what we are bringing you on our twitch channel chris landry football twitch channel you can find it go to landryfootball.com hit follow chris on twitch click on that and that'll bring you to the page you can check out the schedule a lot of great things on the horizon we've got a pro football show every night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. We are, we've got college shows, SEC show up. We've got Big Ten show up. We've got the ACC show up. Today, Thursday, we dropped the first episode of the Big 12 show. We've got next Thursday, the debut of the Pac-12 show. We're going to have a recruiting show that debuts on August August 4th. That'll be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're going to have a high school football show that is going to be on Friday nights, a double dose of that. We're working on a college football playbook show. Uh, we're working on a draft show. Um, so lots of good things. Also, we've got some good news that we're closing in on a couple of, at least one for certain and maybe two, syndicated college football shows uh, as well. One in midday, uh, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time, and we're working on a morning show. A lot of good things going on, talking football, on the Chris Landry Football Twitch channel. So you can consume the shows live, interact with the hosts, on and, uh, and chat them up there. And you can consume the show the way you always do by going to computer or to your phone and listen to it. How do you do that? Well, you can go to LandryFootball.com and learn how to download it. Or you can just remember this. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you sign up for your podcast. And you're going to get all the podcasts, uh, the ones that I'm talking about that are forthcoming, the ones that are currently there now. So you're going to absolutely love it. All brought to you by the great folks at 401k Generation that are bringing you the best in financial services, planning, information out there. Yes, they're licensed in all 50 states. They can help you on any questions regarding money management, investments. Um, they can help you keep on track to your financial goals. So give Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation a call today at 1-866-998-5879. Or you can send them a text there. 
Check them out. We've got some information about what they do and what they offer over at LandryFootball.com. So check that out. You could learn quite a bit there. Um, So check them out. Take advantage. Right now, update at LandryFootball.com for those of you that are members. And if you're not, we encourage you to get on board. There's no bad time, but, boy, this is a great time to be on board because we've got all the roster breakdowns from all the teams. Got it up on LandryFootball.com. All the Power 5 teams working through the group of five teams And then we're on to the NFL breakdown. So we've got it all covered for you in our own unique way inside the film room breaking down these rosters. So check that out and, you know, take advantage of that 50% discount. Less than $5 a month will get you a membership. So check that out today. So I want to take a little bit, and we'll do this, kind of go through each conference, go through kind of what we see. And, again, the detailed information you're going to find over at LandryFootball.com where the complete roster breakdowns. But we'll give an overview from each league and look at some things that we kind of got in mind for the league. And we're going to start with the ACC. We know the ACC has been Clemson. Always Clemson Conference is what they're talking about now. Made a habit making the title game in four of the past five years. We're trying to find a clear-cut number two. Don't have one. Hasn't been one since Jimbo Fisher's Florida State teams. That's crumbled. Miami has had one really good season in 2017, but that didn't last. Pittsburgh was a mediocre coastal champion in 18. Virginia had a solid year in 19, but let's call it what it is. It's a result of a mediocre league. They became, Virginia did, the seventh different ACC Coastal champion in the past seven seasons while also removing its name from the list of ACC programs who have never appeared in the ACC title game. So everybody's kind of had their, you know, run at it there. But there's one common denominator. Nobody's really all that good. Different schools have been able to thrive in isolated seasons, but no Non-Clemson team has truly risen to elite status in the ACC. Syracuse's big 2018 campaign didn't translate into similar success in 19. NC State improved in recent years but lost those gains last year. Wake Forest has been more consistent than probably anybody, but they're consistent as, you know, a good program considering their enrollment and their resources, not somebody that's going to win 10 games nor would you expect it at Wake, but they're doing about as good a job of getting as much out of that program consistently as anybody. Outside of Clemson, they're doing it better than anybody. Um, Clemson's waiting for that true challenger. The early 90s, Florida State, it's a new ACC member at the time. They were the undisputed king of the conference. Everyone in the league wondered, Can anybody catch him? Clemson wasn't Clemson, the Clemson we know now. Mac Brown didn't quite get to where Bobby Bowden was at Florida State, but they were good. Oh, they were a couple of games. 
They played a game in Chapel Hill. I was scouting there. And Mac had a team that was ranked high. They were both ranked in the top five, if I can recall. Maybe it was both in the top six. This was Mac Brown's first go around in Chapel Hill. They were really good. Looked like, and that was a big game, a top five game in the ACC, Florida State, North Carolina. That was huge. From 92 through 97, Brown won at least eight games per season. Bowl games included five times. He won at least nine games per regular season in three of those six seasons. Keep in mind that the regular season was 11 games back then, not 12. But they couldn't catch Florida State. Florida State was never toppled by North Carolina in the mid-'90s, but North Carolina went 6-2 and two or better in ACC play in three seasons, legitimately making the claim as the number two and, and threatening – in a soft way, in a whisper, Florida State. Here we go. A quarter of a century later, Mac Brown is back at Chapel Hill trying to knock off the Goliath of the ACC. Oh, no, it's not Florida State. It's Clemson. But the parallel is kind of difficult to ignore. Young quarterback Sam Howell coming off an impressive freshman season in which – Tar Heels almost upset Clemson last year. I know that. Watch the game. I studied the game. But overall, North Carolina was not able to sustain through the year. Brown hasn't lost his golden touch on recruiting. He's done a good job there. Um, his 2021 class is really good. But it's building off of a couple of good ones. So are we back to where... Things were in 92. North Carolina going to make another run. Is that the team that's most capable of challenging Clemson? Not challenging them, challenging them, but well, let's put it this way. Is North Carolina the closest thing to a number two in the ACC? Maybe they are. I think it's wide open. Why not them? I think they were the favorite. They are the favorites in the coastal. Miami's got talent, folks. If they can figure out the coaching in, they certainly have the personnel look to be the best in the coastal. So we'll see what North Carolina can do. We'll see how high they can go. For Clemson, Trevor Lawrence back. Travis Etienne is back. Got no Isaiah Simmons or T. Higgins. Jeff Scott is not back. But they're loaded. And it's Clemson and everybody else. Let's go through the rest of the Atlantic. Florida State, everyone's affected by no spring practice. No one more affected than someone that didn't have a chance to go through a spring practice with a new staff. Florida State's in a tough spot. Are they number two in the Atlantic, or is it Louisville? Scott Satterfield did more with the last and year one than anybody in the league. They've got a great triumphant, a triplets quarterback receiver and running back. So they're they're really good there. 
Makai Becton's no longer around to anchor that offensive line. They get Florida State at home. Maybe that's the edge. You don't know. We'll see. Florida State's still good. Um, Mike did a great job at Memphis getting a lot out of his quarterbacks. It's going to take them a while to let their system settle in. But there was a lot of dysfunction under Willie Taggart. There was a lot of stink and mess that was created over a short period. It'll take some time. And I think this year is almost a wash because you're not able to implement things that you normally do in the off-season program in the first year because of the current environment. But they should be a lot better in the future. Just don't know how that translates this year. Got a great, got an outstanding <clears throat> duo of defensive tackle. What does the rest look like? Do you slot in Wake Forest there at four? Probably would. Consistency. Sam Hartman, uh, Hartman returns at quarterback. Needs some stability for the offense. Noah saying Bassey in the secondary. Lots of attrition at receiver. They make bowl games. They're solid. Why not? Syracuse, Tommy DeVito's back at quarterback. The defense was awful last year. It's got to get better. Defense will still struggle. Alton Robinson's gone. Kendall Coleman's gone. Um, Syracuse overachieved in 18, underachieved last year. Maybe they can make a bowl game. So you're looking kind of at Syracuse, NC State, BC. NC State has had some good teams, some good rosters, but they're they're starting to get a very inconsistent look to them. They've experienced running backs and good defensive fronts. They've got five new coaches on the staff, lacks of spring practice. That's what worries me about them. Um, Dave Doran's gone from a sought-after guy to a hot-seat guy. Got Boston College. You would think with Jeff Halfley coming in, and it's going to make have to make some substantive changes at BC. Highly regarded coach, good recruiter, does some good things on his staff recruiting-wise. But they don't have A.J. Dillon. They've got to rebuild their, their model a little bit. It's not a quick fix. <clears throat> and is he the answer? Can Jeff get it done? We'll see. It's not an easy job. A lot of restrictions. A lot of limitations. But we've seen BC have success on the offensive line with good backs. And they've usually been pretty salty on defense. Can they figure that out a bit? That's going to be interesting to see. Um, over in the Coastal, talked about North Carolina. Talked about what Mac has been able to do. Talked about them being perhaps number two in the league. Talked about them being maybe the <clears throat> de facto favorites in the Coastal. We'll see. Sam Howell should be great. Jay Bateman is a really good coordinator. They lose two starters on the defensive line plus their left tackle. Their crossover division games are BC, NC State. They got a little bit of a favorable schedule. Like this team in the Coastal because I know what they can do. I know what they're likely to do. 
who can challenge him. Can Virginia Tech, Miami challenge him? Those are the teams that should challenge him the most. Justin Fuente. Fuente. He's got Hendon Hooker at quarterback. Is that going to make a difference? Can they figure out their offense? They've not recruited well there. Not recruited the way they need to recruit. Curious to see how this plays out. Young players need to get got some reps in 19. That's going to have to pay off. We'll see if they can compete. Miami's so intriguing. Is Rhett Lashley the answer at coordinator? We know that Dan Enos was not. It was a disastrous end of the 19 season. And, boy, it exposed the offensive line problems. Really bad. This team is talented enough to win the Coastal, but it's going to have to do a better job coaching. There's no question about it. And I do think that Manny Diaz is on the hot seat. But I do think that with Diaz and Baker, the defense can continue to be good. This could be, from a talent standpoint, as good of a pass rush as there is in the country. But it's unstable quarterback play, struggling offensive line, De'Ara King could be a big-time answer, a dual-threat option. We'll see what Rhett Lashley can do. If you're looking for a team that has the potential to turn things around, flip it around, Miami's one of those teams. But it's a little difficult to step on out and brag on them too much when they've been, quite frankly, so... Well, the coaching's been mediocre, and I'm being kind. Um, I would see, though, that those are kind of the where I'd see the top of it, the top of the uh, that group. I would say that you'd look at Pittsburgh and say experience secondary. Kenny Pickett returns at quarterback. The offensive line really needed a spring practice. The offense was bottled up far too often. I worry about the offense. Um, I do like Narduzzi's impact on the defensive side. It was the second-best defense in the league on film last year, behind Clemson, of course. And it was, I would put it as a top-10 functional defense, not overall talent. They're bringing in everybody back, plus some guys that were injured. They get um, maybe a boost with the second year to benefit the offense. Kenny Pickett has a good year. That could be a surprise team because this is another good defense. So somebody falters, pits right there. Virginia winning it last year, finally winning it. They're not going to – not much is going to be expected. I think people expect them to take a step back, and they will. Bryce Perkins and Bryce Hall are not going to be back. That's leadership. That's production loss. They produce winning seasons under Bronco. They'll be well coached. They'll do a good job. I just think they're going to be closer to the bottom of the coastal this year than the top. Now, you can make the case ain't a whole lot of difference from the top to the bottom in that coastal. 
But, you know, uh, maybe some expectations of, you know, Coastal Division title, Orange Bowl birth, uh, that, hey, you know, maybe this is a changing of things. I don't see that. Bryce Perkins meant so much to this offense, and that loss is going to be tough to fix. Similarly, they lose Bryce Hall, which meant a lot to their defense, and life without him is going to be difficult. But I trust what Bronco and his staff are doing. They're one of the best developers of talent. They don't have a lot of reloads on their roster, and they draw both top Atlantic teams and across divisional lottery uh, while all the other coastal contenders only face one or not. So don't like their chances. Then we've got Georgia Tech and Duke. I mean, you can go a couple of different ways, can you? Duke's got lots of, lots of roster turnover from a frustrating 19. Very few skill position proven players that Cut can trust. They've got less talent than most anybody. Um, they're, they're, if I'm looking at the Coastal and I say, all right, Miami's got talent. Pitt's got some defense. Virginia's doing a good job. Virginia Tech may be on the way to finding something. North Carolina's really good. Georgia Tech is a long rebuild. But I like where they're going. Where's Duke headed? Is Cut is getting, you know, up in age? Or is the plan to kind of you know, what direction is that going down the road? Um, we know about the academic restrictions, but, you know, if you look at them, um, they really, really took a turn for the worse last year. Um, and it's a division that is improving. Um, Duke has fallen behind in talent. And, you know, it's not if, – if they don't hit it on the quarterback, they really can't run what they like to run. The defense was a bright spot. And the co-coordinators continue to maximize their potential. But, you know, overall, they don't really match up. And I don't know if they finish last, but I would say that they're the program that I'm most concerned about in the Coastal. I think Georgia Tech. You know – you got the first year where you're caught between systems, that's over. But you still got a lack of quality and depth on the offensive line. It's a it's a long project. I warned everybody of that last year. I still think, you know, fifth place is about as good as you can get. I do think second year will be a boost. The transition's over, but you like to build with that with a good offseason. That didn't happen this year. You don't have an offseason. But establishing a program, start quarterback, getting a few wins, something they need to do. We're talking about competing to stay out of the bottom of the division. If I'm looking at a couple of things personnel-wise, quarterbacks, <clears throat> I would say Trevor Lawrence, Sam Howell, De'Eric King, impressed me the most as college 
quarterbacks. Running backs, love Javian Hawkins of Louisville. Love Travis Etienne. I like Michael Carter of North Carolina, Jordan Mason of Georgia Tech. David Bailey of BC will give him another good running back. Um, Javante Williams is really good for Carolina. What about receiver? Like me some Sage Sherrod of Wake Forest. Justin Ross, of course, is lost of the year at Clemson. Can't forget him, though. Tamari and Terry at Florida State. Tutu Atwell of Louisville. Very, very good. Daz Newsom of North Carolina. Marion Brown of Georgia Tech can be really good. Tight end. I had starts and ends with Brevin Jordan at Miami. He was just game in, game out, the best tight end in the ACC, bar none, and one of the best in the country. Noah Gray of Duke is solid. Hunter Long of Boston College, as they normally have good tight ends, have another good one. Offensive line, centers, Jimmy Morrissey at Pitt, Alex Linksom at Boston College, and Zach Tom of Wake Forest are the best returning guys. Um, I think that, uh, as they normally do, a couple of good offensive linemen, Zian Johnson and Ben Petrullo of Boston College are good. Jackson Carmen of Clemson, of course, is really good. Bryce Hargrove of, of Pitt deserves some mention. Lindstrom, I'd mentioned at BC. And Tyler Vrabel at BC. It's really good offensive line at BC. has Christian uh, Darishaw of Virginia Tech and Latita Smith of Virginia Tech, also very good. And the kid from Georgia Tech, although they don't have a lot, Jack DeFour can be pretty good. Adonis Boone comes back at Louisville. Jordan Tucker at North Carolina. Bryce Hargrove of Pitt and Marcus McKeithen at North Carolina are really good. Defensively, this defensive line's so good in the ACC now. you got Marvin Wilson. You've got Greg Rousseau, Quincy Roche, Jalen Twyman at Pitt. Wilson, of course, at FSU, and Roche and Rousseau is Miami. Xavier Thomas at Clemson. Carlos Basham, I don't know if Carlos Basham, he's an All-American candidate, may not be all uh, first-team All-ACC. Patrick Jones of Pitt. Chris Rump of Duke. Like me, Pitt's defensive line. Like Miami's defensive line. Like Florida State's defensive line. Really good group. Um, Duke's defensive line with Demuque and Rump, really good. Clemson's defensive line, of course, is good with Pickney and Davis and Thomas. Uh, I do think Jared, uh, Jared uh, Her- uh, Hewitt at the Virginia Tech's really good. Linebackers, like Chad Sherrod at North Carolina, like Ashby of Virginia Tech. Thinks uh, Mac Richardson can play. Um, Skalski of Clemson, Curry at Georgia Tech, Zandler at Virginia, all very good. Snowden at Virginia, Noah Taylor at Virginia. Like like these Virginia linebackers. It's probably as solid a group as we've got. And Dak Hollyfield of Virginia Tech is another good linebacker. The secondary, uh, I do like Caleb Farley at Virginia Tech, Andre Sisco of Syracuse, Darian Kendrick of Clemson, Paris Ford of Pitt, uh, Nasir Green at Wake Forest. Trace Willing at Georgia Tech is a really good player. Jermaine Walker, Waller at uh, Virginia Tech, rather. And um, Nazarel Dean at uh, Florida State's really good safety. Asante Samuel at Florida State's good. Al Blades Jr. is good. Uh, Brenson Nelson is not Perkins, but it's really good. And DeMar Hamlin's a really good player. So uh, that's some of my thoughts. Um Recruiting has gone very well for Clemson. 
Really good for Miami, really good for North Carolina. So future may be picking up for some of the also-rans inside the ACC. Some news around college football uh, since we last spoke. Um, West Virginia and defense coordinator Vic Keening agreed to part ways. Of course, Keening came under fire after Kerry Martin Jr., the safety, called him out for inappropriate language that occurred in the past. It's the environment we're in now. Clemson, interesting, they're going to begin the fall semester with online classes only for the first four weeks. Any effect on football? Don't think so. We'll see. Um, Notre Dame gets a big verbal from three-star cornerback Chance Tucker. Um Bo Collins, um, Clemson's four-star 2021 commitment, planning on enrolling early at Clemson. What's that going to look like, I guess? Not going to play this football season if, if is the high school can't play. It's going to be interesting. Um, we talked about big week of recruiting news on Tuesday. Miami getting a big-time verbal from five-star James Williams, 6'5", 218. He committed to the program in May, kind of backed off his commitment. Um, Opalaka, Florida native, always said Miami was still in the mix. Georgia was the other other finalist. He's a top-ten prospect in this 2021 class. I mean, he's really, really good. We'll see if Miami can take him to the finish line. Um. Trying to think about anything else that is newsworthy. So we've got a lot of information recruiting-wise. We've got a three-star commitment from Nebraska we talked about on Tuesday's College Football Notebook. Uh, We talked about um, Nathaniel Wiggins, an uncommitted four-star athlete. Cal got a really good three-star out in the West Coast. Um, We talked a little bit about Texas's plans um, for the season with their fans and kind of responded to that. And then Arizona State getting uh, a good corner commitment. We've got that. We also talked a little bit about Carlos Basham along with another very underrated edge rusher in the country. So we've got some nudes there you can check out over at LandryFootball.com. Um, but we are really excited about where we are right now with what we've got going on the website with all the breakdowns, all the college programs. So check that out. Take advantage of the scouting season offer right now. Um, Less than $5 a month. You can't get anything like this anywhere. And certainly for that price, it's a bargain. You want to try it out for a month, you can do that as well. We've got that option for you. Three months, you got that option as well. So check it out. Check out the options and see what works for you. Uh, Also, again, remind you that on the Landry Football Network, uh, from a podcasting standpoint, sign up for Landry Football's conference call and you'll get all the podcasts. Every podcast we're talking about that's coming aboard, as well as the ones that are on now, you can get sent to your phone by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. So you want to check that out. Um, you also want to check out the Twitch channel. Uh, go to LandryFootball.com. Hit follow Chris on Twitch. It'll bring you to the channel. You can check out the schedule. You can check out some recent podcasts that are done. 
you can watch the podcast now. It's going to be a lot of fun, interactive, so it's going to be a great season. So really, really excited about everything we got going on, and we want you to be involved with us from the Landry Football membership to be able to catch all the Twitch shows and to be able to listen to the podcast. We've got it uh, interactive for you, and we absolutely love it and working hard to get it done for you. Also, we want to thank our great friends at 401k Generation for being such good business partners, uh, helping you and helping us, helping you tackle your financial goals, helping you to answer some of your questions on money management, investments. They are the experts in helping you reach your financial goals. 401k Generation, Eddie Rojas and his team, you can reach them at one 998 That's one 998 They're licensed in all 50 states. You can reach out to them today. And uh, finally, again, we'd just like to thank you for joining us. Please help us spread the word that you can catch us on the Chris Landry Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Football. You can listen to the podcast on your mobile device by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. And you can catch the show also, all of these shows, on LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. Get all the latest on players, teams, coaches, schemes over at LandryFootball.com. And if we can help you promote your business, folks, our listeners are national, regional, and local. So if you want to promote your business and wish for us to help you, contact us over at LandryFootball.com by clicking on Contact Chris or Chris at LandryFootball.com, and we'll get in touch with you. We'll make that happen for you. And also, if you've got a question that you want me to address on the air, you do that as well. We'll take good care of you on that side also. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Spread the word. Flip on over and listen to the pro football, Scout's Eye on Pro Football. And uh, check us out on Tuesday for another edition of Scout's Eye on College Football. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you next time, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.